0: Hey guys, welcome to the Something About Tuesdays podcast. I'm your host, Phoebe Joy. Join me every other Tuesday for a lighthearted podcast to keep you company while you do your thing. Hey guys, welcome back to Something About Tuesdays, episode 24. I'm your host, Phoebe Joy, and hi, hey, welcome. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're tuning in. Um this is episode twenty four, y'all. It's cool. I'm excited. We're still in January. Um it's kinda of funny because I feel like December flew by, like, like like blinked, it was here and it was gone. In January it's, you know, it's not flying as fast. It's it's not moving as fast. That's a good thing though, you know. Um, enjoy the moment, and enjoy each day. But I do feel like I've been uh I mean I I'm like you guys, it's 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 still just mid-January, like it's not even in, towards the end yet. I think we still got a good solid two weeks left maybe, about a good week and a half, but um, hey, that's all right. We don't want to rush the day away, <laughs> um, especially considering that I am practicing, enjoying where I am, right, on the way to where I'm going, call back to uh to last week and my New Year's resolutions and the book that I'm reading, um, but hey, hi, I hope your last couple weeks have gone well. You guys guess what? Where I live, we finally we finally got some snow, and I am here for it. You guys know i I don't mind the cold as long as there's snow because like if it's if it's cold outside, I mean it like to me it's cold- it, coldness is pointless unless there's snow. Then it's pretty, it's beautiful, it's snowy, it's cold, it's chilly. It makes you want to go outside for a walk in it and then come back in for some warmth and some goodness, like some hot cocoa or something. Yeah, right? Doesn't that sound good? Um, It reminds me, my husband and I, we had a chance to go to um, one year. I'm trying to think of when it was. It was several years ago now. It's probably like year two or three, I think, of our marriage, And that, I just know that um, holiday season was just so busy and hectic and stressful that when January came around, we were, both of us were busy. I think we were in school at the time. I don't even remember. But we were like, we need a break. We need to get out of town. We need to go somewhere and do something because y'all this ain't working. It's too much stress. We just got, we just have to get away for a minute. And so I think like that week we booked um, this little, like this little hotel, um, not too far from where we live, maybe an hour and a half away, I think, if that. Um, and we booked it for a night. It was like 50 bucks. It was like, literally, like we can't, you know, we didn't have time to plan a big trip. We, you know, weren't, we didn't have the money quite to, you know, after the holidays to do something big, but we were like, you know what, 50 bucks, I think it was between 50 and 70 bucks. We're going to go. And so we um, drove up to it and while we were driving there, it started to snow and it ended up continuing to snow. And where we stayed was actually on um, some type of like a, like a park or something. I can't remember the name of it. I don't, maybe like a state park, not a state park, but somewhere where you're near like park and forest and trees and things. And so it snowed and it was, and, and I mean, blanketed the, the entire area. And it was so beautiful. So we went for a walk and we were able to walk in the um, snow and through the trees. And that's the best kind of walking and hikes that I like to do. I like to do the ones where there's no bugs. I can do no bugs. Um And, and in the snow, like to me, that's the most fun. My husband, he loves to hike regardless, you guys know. Um, But I if I'm going to hike, I prefer to be when, when it's cold and there's no bugs. And literally just for the reason of there there being no bugs. Like if there were no bugs in the summer, you know what? I wouldn't mind hiking in the summer, but bugs are everywhere in the summer. Whereas in the winter, they're dead, gone, hidden. I don't know where they are, but I don't see them. So it works out for me. Um, so we were able to hike in the snow and just enjoy that. See a lake, seeing a frozen lake, lake is always fun. Um, so we did that. And then we ran into, um, we found this, um, this kind of lodge type place and it was a restaurant and we were like, Oh, Hey, let's eat here. And so we went inside and they had a buffet, which actually was very mediocre, but it did have like, I think a tree, like a big tree at the bottom maybe. And then it had, um, it had, uh, what am I trying to say? Fireplace. Thank you. Thank you. Brain finally kicked in. It had this big fireplace. And so it just made the whole thing cozy. And we went back to our hotel, stayed the night and left the next day, but it was the perfect like winter little trip that we did. Um, that was just fun and that's that's the cool part about the winter and the snow. It's the going out there, being out in it, and then coming back in for all the warm good stuff. Like I said, the the fireplace, which we have a fireplace, we have this actually massive fireplace, um at our house. And really it's it's not even it's not like the inside that's huge. It's the, the whole the like outs like the mantle and, and the the hearth hearth. Is that what you call the, like the bottom part? Um, that part is huge. I mean, when I say it's big, it's big, it stretches. I think the mantle is, is taller than me. I'm five foot three. I think the mantle is like six feet or something like that. And then the width of the darn thing is seven feet wide, like long, so wide. It's, it's huge. And y'all, we don't have this big old massive house. So it just takes up a lot of space. Um, uh, but it's, it's fun. It's pretty. It's, it's fun to decorate around. Um, but it does give us the chance to have a fire going and i love when it's cold enough for us to get the fire going cuz it's so pretty and cozy and fires are pretty uh and then my husband we had so we've like i said we've gotten snow this past week which has been awesome not as much as i like but still better than sometimes there's just the sprinkling of snow which is kind of what we usually get like light snow here and there but I think we got like an inch maybe two <laughs> some of you guys up north are like yeah okay like that's not even a snow I know I know I wish I would love to get the like six inches of snow or even like the foot of snow where nobody can go anywhere it's like impromptu, like st- not, I don't want to say stuck in the house forever because, you know, if you need to go somewhere, to get supplies or something like that, then that doesn't bode well. But if there's nowhere for you to go and you've got everything you need, then staying in the house and being kind of trapped in the house for a little bit can be cozy. I I would think, I would think, you know, it also depends who you trap with, right? <laughs> um, but so we um, had the fire going this past week and my husband, he went downstairs for something and the fire was starting to go out. And I was like, okay. I need to stoke this fire, so I went and I got the um the little iron stuff, and I started poking at it, and it was you know doing this little sparkling thing and starting to grow, and then I added another log, and y'all, I felt so accomplished, <laughs> you know how sometimes you're just like, man, I feel cool, I feel like a grown up i I feel like I can do this.' Um, and that's like when I check the oil in my car because I know how to check my oil, it makes me feel just so accomplished. Or, uh, when I know how to um, give somebody a jump, you know, I just feel so worldly wise. Um, but yes, I was able to stoke the fire (laughs) and I felt just as accomplished, um, keeping that fire going, but it was, fire is very pretty to look at, um. Of course, and you know, it's contained fireplace, but with the fireplace and the fire pit and things like that. But that was fun um, to be able to do that this week and to enjoy that. What's kind of funny is we have our fireplace, but we also have a kerosene heater, um, and we use both because our um, house is on purely electric, and so we so if we don't want our electric bill to skyrocket in the winter, we supplement with these other things and having both it can be quite cozy. Um, and I think in fact one night, what I think it was this week. Yeah, we had the fireplace going and Hubs and I, we slept in the living room by the fireplace just because we wanted to stay near the coziness and to keep the vibes going. Um, and it was pretty fun. Now I have to admit that I, man, we can't be doing that too much because y'all I, I need the, the comfiest of beds, like the couch, the floor, all that stuff. That's not near as comfortable as my bed. It's fine. But when you're I mean, I'm not saying I'm old, but when you're getting older, okay, those things that you used to be able to do, like, oh, yeah, let's camp out on the floor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) I got to move away from that a little bit. But it was fun. This past week was fun. Um, And being able to do that and enjoy the fireplace and enjoy the kerosene heater and enjoy our NTI days. Uh, So as a teacher, when um, when we are out of school, so... Our district, and I think a lot of districts now have this, which is they have their NTI, which stands for non-traditional instruction days. So that can look like a few different things. Uh, This first started with COVID um, where, you know, we taught online. um, And it could be asynchronous or synchronous. So synchronous is when, you know, we join our kids online and we meet. We use Google Meet, uh, but there are other ways, I guess, other districts, depending on what they do. Um, to meet with your kids all online in one class, and you teach that way, um, which that's <laughs> when I did that. Uh, that was when I taught kindergarten, and actually I didn't mind it. It was kind of fun um, teaching them online. I I don't think it was. I don't think you get the best instruction online. Definitely not being that young, because there's so much like hands-on things that need to be done at that age. But um, for what it was, I think it was it was a good experience, and the kids. Some of them really did seem to pick up on things, so that was great. But um, so there's the uh, like like a Zoom meeting type, and that's your synchronous learning. And then there's your asynchronous learning, which is where you just post assignments, and then you know kids can students can complete them at at any point throughout the day. I and mean, that's definitely got its benefits too, because you know when you're out of school, usually it's you know for a reason like snow or weather, and so being able to give them that flexibility, like, okay, you don't have to be on at this exact time, because now you're working around, you know, the schedule of the parents and, and other siblings and things like that. So I do understand the benefits of asynchronous as well. So this week, um, our district, we actually had three days of NTI and, um, and they were, you know, they were pretty enjoyable. Um, and as, the uh, um, esl teacher it's different cuz i don't have my own classroom so doing check-ins are you know quite the same um and it was asynchronous this week anyway but um it's been a it's been a pretty cozy week and uh i have enjoyed it i think the teachers have enjoyed it i think the students have enjoyed it we did have one day where we came back to school and when i say we did work hard it's uh, time for our access testing for our ml students which is our it's our yearly test to you know see how they do with their english whether they can um how they do as far as speaking English, listening to it, reading it, and writing it. And so we were able to get some of our kids done with that first test um, that one day. But I I feel for them, I'm like, oh my goodness, it's broken up. But it's probably a good thing that it's broken up, honestly, because the test can be tedious and so um they'll They'll continue it next week, but at least I guess they did get a little break in between, but we were able to do that, and that's been fun um I say fun, but because I'm the facilitator, not the test taker, but just you know doing something new in my position it's like oh look i'm I'm learning something, I'm doing something, I'm facilitating something new, and I've enjoyed it um but so we also this kind of reminds me in this last week and a half that we've been in school we have gotten, I don't know, maybe like 20 new students um, to our school with probably a good 80% of them being ML students, multilingual learners. And um, so it's been fun trying to catch them up and and get them going with the program and everything. Well, I had the chance to. I was subbing in the second grade classroom. And I had a chance to talk to one of our newest kiddos, and we were—it was doing math. I was only seven there for an hour or so, and uh, I had all the kids, you know, set up in their rotations. And I went to him, and he had another little guy friend. They—they um, they were kind of doing their own little thing, um, but I was like, let me go over here and talk to this kiddo. So I went over to him, and he only spoke Spanish, and I was like, hola, and he was like, hola. And so I asked him his name. I was like, ¿Cómo te llamas? And he said. Aaron, which is Aaron. And I was like, okay. And I was asking him how to spell it. Um, cause while I'm talking to him, I'm also trying to kind of assess like how much English does he know? Does he know letters, numbers, things like that? Um, so I was able to get his name. Um, and then I was asked him, you know, do you know your numbers or anything like that? And what did I say? Do Tu sabes números, I think is what I said, which I think is, you know, numbers, you guys. And so he was like, see, you know, and he was, um, decided to write them down. I was like, okay, write them down for me. And he was able to write from one through 10. And then he started talking, and I something about Spanish and talking Spanish. And I said, Oh, 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 I said, Un poquito, which a, a little. And I was like, "I, You know, a Mi español es, es, es poquito. And so he giggled and he laughed. And he said, How did he say it? Because I don't speak Spanish, but he said something along the lines of, um, Español es difícil. Or, I said, How did he say it? Uh, something about Spanish being difficult. And I was like, See, sí, Espanol es uh, difícil para mí. And I said, uh, Inglés es uh, difícil uh, para ti. And he giggled. And he laughed. He said, Inglés es difícil para mí. And I was like, Oh my goodness, we're communicating. (laughs) And we're communicating about how speaking each other's language is hard. (laughs) It was just, it was cute because... Here I am having this conversation with this, you know, like a seven, eight year old, and he's realizing that Spanish is hard for me. And he can tell because my language, I mean, I'm sure my words were coming out, you know, letters know you, you know, like trying to get it in them. He understood that he was feeling the same when it came to his English and he would just giggle, <laughs> which would make me laugh. Um, and I said, uh, what did I say? Oh, so then I asked him what he knows in English. So I, I said, okay, I said, "K." I said, which I, I think is what, what or how or something like that. I was like, que or como? I said, tu sabes in English? <laughs> and I think he understood. I was trying to say, what do you know in English? And so he paused for a minute and he's like, okay. And then he goes, mm, he goes, I'm sorry, and I was like, oh, I said, "Lo siento." He's like, see, sí? I was like, yeah, "Lo siento" is I'm sorry, and I said, okay, okay, más, más, you know, more and more. He's and he paused and he goes, yes, and I was like, okay, see, sí, yes, <laughs> and then I was like, okay anymore, and he's like, ah, uh, and then he goes. Like thank you, and I go thank you. I was like yes, thank you, Miss Gracias. And he's like see, sí. and then he was like that's it. He's like nada, 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 nada something, not nada, not nada English or something like that. And I was like hey, that's pretty good. Um, but it was fun trying to communicate with him, and it was funny because he was. <laughs> it was just funny that he was able to identify that. Speaking Spanish for me was difficult and speaking English for him was difficult, but that was something that we had in common and that regardless of that, we were still trying to communicate with each other. So that was just a precious moment with my kiddos, um, with my new kiddo, one of my new kiddos this week um, that I was able to do. So anywho, so yeah, so that's been this last week of snow and um, NTI and stoking fires and doing all of that. Um, But hey guys, it's still January. It's been a couple weeks since um, we went over my New Year's resolutions, the things that I was working on. And so yeah, this is my enjoying the moment check-in. How are you guys doing with it? Are you guys enjoying life? How are your resolutions going? Hopefully well. Um do we need to make adjustments already? <laughs> I I feel like I've with my my enjoying the moment check-in. I'm still reading my book, uh, enjoying where I am, enjoying where you are on the way to where you're going. It's definitely I think helping me in some ways. It's a good reminder um, of, okay, let's just pause and enjoy the now. Um, as, as I mentioned before, y'all, I'm very forward thinking. I like to think into the future. I like to come up with all the possible outcomes and what I need to do to get there or what I need to do to avoid that y'all. Um, but I think it is helping me, um, reading that book has helped. I do think my little daily checklist is helping. So you guys know how I mentioned I've been trying to do, I have my checklist of the day where, um, let me just pull it up. So I've got, you know, listen to my Bible every day, still trying to do that year, um, year, Bible in a year. And hey, I've caught up so far. There's a couple of days I've missed, which is hilarious. The days that I miss actually listening to the Bible, So far, I've missed two days that I've I've had to catch up on. And they've been Sundays. Like, I guess on my regular days, I wake up and I listen to my Bible while I get ready. But on Sundays, I guess I'm just already thinking about God and church or something. So I don't turn it on. I don't know. Maybe I'm listening to the songs for the day. I have no idea. But I've been like, oh, no, I've missed listening to my Bible that day. So that is something that I have noticed. But I've been doing, I've been keeping up with that. Um, I've been doing my devotionals, like listening to, um, my Ken Gurley devotional, reading my Enjoying Where I Am on the Way to Where I'm Going. I also threw in there "Unshakable Trust, also by Joyce Meyer that I'm reading here and there. Uh, Still listening to my Atomic Habits. Still listening to my Joyce Meyer Audible. Y'all, I'm getting it from from everywhere. Because some days it just depends on my mood, right? Like how I want to consume the good things. Because it's not always easy. It's something I want to do. But then sometimes you just like, I mean... I don't know that I feel like working on myself today, but I, but I usually do enjoy it afterwards. So I'm just kind of making myself do it. And that's been going pretty well. Um, I've been doing more singing, singing with my prayer, as I mentioned, so that that's been working out. Am I doing something for the house? You guys. Okay. So I've been, that's been helping definitely like making sure that I stay on top of house stuff and I'm so excited. Y'all know, you know, you're getting older when you get excited about different ways to clean your house, okay, the easy ways, the efficient ways, when you actually care about how it's being done. It's so funny. I had this conversation with a friend of mine at church. We were talking about cleaning um, because she was saying how she likes to, um, she recently got into watching, um, this lady who cleans on YouTube and I've seen those, like all those satisfying videos, right? Where they're cleaning, you see the before and the after. Um, I had mentioned, I like the ones with the yard work. I like watching the the mowing and then, you know, get to see the after effect of them cleaning up the yard or what have you. But we were talking about cleaning and then we were talking about cleaning products and then the best way to clean and to get good smells in your house. And I was like, Oh my goodness, (laughs) is this growing up? Is this what it's like to grow up when you start caring about it? We were talking about different products that we would use on our walls because you don't want it to take off the paint or things like that. So I definitely felt like a grown up having that conversation, but I but I'm, that's not that's not the one thing I'm excited about. Uh, I am excited because I recently got, just this week, it came in the mail um, through Amazon. I had my husband order a Eureka um, cordless vacuum or electric broom. I don't know how, I've heard it both ways. I've heard people call it, it's an electric broom. I've heard people say it's a cordless vacuum. Whatever it is, this is one of the most amazing inventions ever. I don't know how I didn't think about this beforehand. You've got your regular vacuum. Which and they've made them, you know, lighter. They've made them more, you know, flexible is not the word I'm looking for, but easily maneuverable things like that. But I still, y'all, when it comes to vacuuming, I'm I'm not the one. You know how some people do it really well and they get the lines on the carpet and they, I mean, you can tell they vacuumed; and it looks amazing. Y'all, I can't. I'm I just my that's not my vacuuming skill. I just like uh, let me just now. I do keep you know, track, I'm aware of where I have vacuumed because I do want to make sure I get all of it. And there is some a strategy to how I do it, but I will say for the most part, I just r- 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 the thing and then, you know, follow the cord and let it go. Um, but I, a big hindrance to me of one of the reasons I don't like to vacuum is because I don't like dealing with the cord because I am, I'm, I'm terrible. I get trapped in it. I vacuum over it. I always have to pull it up. I have to do just so much random like I I just have to I get lo I get tangled in it you know, you know like I'm just I don't like the cord and so I'm and it's heavy and it's if I got to do a big room I have to plug it in over here and then I got to go plug it in over there or I want to also do my room so I want to plug it in over there so just that that part of it is the hassle wow, well, I know. And you're like, come on, people. we've, we've all had this already. I know, but just in case you haven't. Um, so then I was, I was at church and in our church coffee shop and we had just had a ladies, um, event in there and I was helping one of the ladies, um, clean up. And so she was like, here, take this and you can run it over the floor and on the carpet because it's kind of like a broom in a vacuum. You can put it over your hard floor and you can also put it over your carpet. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then I looked and I was like, there's no cord to this, and she was like, "Yeah, it's electric, and it has a battery, like this big battery pack on it." And I was like, "What?" And so you guys, with the freedom of being able to just go around the tables and under the chairs and around the on the carpet and back to the, I I mean, I was like, "This now this this makes cleaning fun because because it's not a hassle. Like now I can just." you know, pick up the stuff and without having to worry about the cord and just go around everywhere. So ever since then, I was like, I want one. And so I asked my husband, or I mentioned it to him, I put it in his Amazon cart. uh, And so he bought it for me. And you guys, I got it. And I was so excited when I got it. And my husband's like, so does this mean you're gonna you're gonna use it like you you're actually gonna use this? And I was like, yes, I'm gonna use it, and I did that day. I plugged it in, I had it charged, and that night I went ahead and just vacuumed around, vacuum slash swept, whatever you want to call it, around the kitchen, and then I went into the living room, and then I went to the laundry room, and then our bedroom, and the closet, and then the bathroom, and it was just so much easier. And I, y'all, I can't I can't speak highly enough. Okay, um, so. If you are someone who just, you don't enjoy cleaning, but you know it needs to get done and um, that maybe that's part of your resolution, you know, maybe you got to be a little more on it, get you one of those. And I this kind of have as Eureka, but there's all kinds of brands, but get you a nice little cordless vacuum or um, electric broom, whatever you want to call it. And and enjoy that because that it does, it does help y'all. It really does. It's so much fun. So yeah, um, so I'm throwing that out there. So that has helped me to maintain my, uh, you know, keeping it, you know, doing something for the house each day, um, doing something for the hubs. I've, You guys, that even that hasn't been too bad. Now I'll admit, sometimes I combined the house and the hubs together. I'm kind of like, okay, if I did the dishes in a timely manner, then that was for the house and for the hubs. Because if it was me, I might you know wait a few hours or even wait till the next day to do the dishes. But okay, for my husband's sake, I would do them. er I would do them early. I would do them the same day, and so. And sometimes I will uh, tag those two things together, um, and yeah, 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 yeah. That's just how that that is for, for some of us. We gotta we gotta find what works, right? Um, but thinking about doing something for the hubs, it has helped me be more thoughtful in in things that I can do for him, or things that he would ask. That sometimes I'm like, nah, you can you can do that, or you know, even something little. When he's like, hey, can you, can you go get this? out of the drawer or whatever. I mean normally I would do it, but sometimes I'd be like, oh my gosh, you're right there. You get it you know, just being that whiny little person. And um or not even just whiny, just, you know, hey, some people are closer. Um but uh and but now I'm like, okay, you know, I can do these little things. And I do think he notices. And I and it, you know, it makes me feel good because I'm check marking it like hey I did something for someone else today. And so that can be like for me, it's my husband, but you could literally make it for anyone you work with, either someone you see daily or just, you know, I am going to do something for someone else today. And it does make you a little more cognizant and aware of what you can be doing for other people. Um, that not saying you weren 't thoughtful before, but when you do have it kind of written down on a list like I intentionally want to be able to check mark that I did something for someone today, then you are kind of a little more aware, and I do think that has helped me some um, so I definitely still like that aspect, and then of course, on the list, I had some do something for me physically and mentally, and so I've been able to check mark that sometimes physically I have been able to work out, you know, still go into the gym, things like that. Um, but sometimes I will count doing something for me physically as I did not eat that extra cookie. Like I could eat two, but I only ate one. Like that counts for me physically. And sometimes mentally I'll be like, I ate the cookie and that counts for me mentally. So, you know, you can make it what you want to make it. Um, but that's my resolutions. That's just two weeks in here. You know, that's where we are. And Hey, three months in, maybe we'll do another check-in, see how we're going. Um, and maybe six months, you know, the mid-year resolutions. I'd like to maybe try a quarterly check-in. But if we need to make it six months, then we could do that too. But I hope your resolutions are going well. Um, if you need to make adjustments, guys, don't feel bad about making adjustments. Do Make your adjustments, okay? That's all right. Um, but yeah, I hope that's going well for you all. Um, I kind of connected to that. I did for a while during the fast our church went on a fast Um, I talked about a little bit last time but we did go on a fast and during that fast this time I did uh, deactivate my Facebook page and not always do I deactivate it because it's not always an issue and this time I I wouldn't say Facebook has necessarily been an issue but uh, I do know that it's a time stealer if nothing else and so I deactivated it but let me tell you even though it was deactivated This is like, this goes to show just how much like some things are habit that you don't even think about it. I would click on the Facebook icon on my phone at least three or four times a day. I knew it was deactivated. But, but it was like my, my hand without even thinking about it would click on it and it would, you know, come back up, log in. And I'm like, no, I'm not logging in, you know, like just literally out of habit, like just the button, I would just push it. And I was like, wow, like you don't realize how much things are a habit until, until you like try to stop it. And then you're like, oh my goodness, like this really was a habit. So what I did to try to help myself is I moved my Facebook app button to the second page on you know how you can have if you have an iPhone and maybe on other phones too but you can have like a little square and inside the little square are all your little apps and if you have enough then it slides over to the second page well I have it slid in over to the second page so that way I have to be a little more conscious when I think about it and honestly that has helped Um, simply not even seeing that Facebook icon has helped me to not want to click on it or to at least without even thinking about it, clicking on it. So that has helped, Um, but it just amazed me that I clicked on it so many times a day, even though I knew it was deactivated. I mean, it showed me like, wow, this really does have a powerful grip without even thinking about it. Um, But yeah, so like I said, that's New Year's resolution stuff. I do have, you guys, this past couple of weeks have been... (laughs) the most random the most random week of thoughts and so I'm going to share them with you because this is a random thoughts podcast and I'm just here to keep you company while you do your thing so whatever you're doing I hope it's going well um whatever it is and 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 hang tight because these next few thoughts are just hilariously random and silly and the very first one is I literally wrote the next button on YouTube ha ha because so for the last three months probably and they just I think they finally just went back to normal but I don't know if anyone else has noticed I don't know if you're on YouTube enough to have noticed that when it comes to ads usually it gives you you know five four three two one skip but these last three months it's been five four three two one next and it just takes you to the next ad And then you have to wait five, four, three, two, one, and then skip. And you guys, it's been driving me nuts. And I've noticed, I was like, is this because it's around the holidays? Are they trying to get me, you guys, these ads? And I do think it was that because literally, I think this past week, maybe two, I think it's gone back to normal to just where you just have your regular, you know, five, four, three, two, one, and you can skip the ad. But I was like, YouTube with this next button. Like, what is this? Um, I was not enjoying that. It is what it is. But I was still very much like, Oh, my goodness. Um, but I had to throw that out there to see because when I first realized it, I was like, Is this just, is this just me because I didn't sign up for something like what's going on. Um, but it Yeah, you know, I do think I, I mean, I assume that other people got this too. Um, y'all let me know. Um, and hopefully I like I said, I think it's back to normal now where I think it's just the regular skip and that's good. So then next this last week, uh, I think two weeks ago now, maybe Saturday. Um, my husband, family and I were able to go to Mr. Getty's. Okay, now and, and not just go and get the food to go, but actually sit down at the buffet of Mr. Getty's. Y'all, it has been a while, it's been a long time since I've done Mr. Getty's. And let me just say, I, Mr. Getty's, I think has been overlooked. It, it It's not as bad. Like I'll admit the pizza is Kind of I, I don't want to say mediocre, but it depends who cooks it. we'll just put it that way. The pizza's like, oh, okay, but I want I love their cheese bread. I have found a newfound love of their cheese bread because when we went, y'all ate like six pieces of those things, and it was so good um, and then of course, there's cinnamon bread there's cinnamon with the um with the icing on top there's cinnamon roll bread thing if you know what I'm talking about that's really good too, and there's salad. I still love their salad bar um because. I remember when I was a kid, what consisted of a salad for me was cheese, bacon bits and um the french dressing. I-, I know, I know. And my dad would always be, it's not a salad if there's no lettuce. Like that's the minimum you have to have for a salad. Well, I did eventually as I got older start adding lettuce to my salad. But now I pretty much get the same thing. I get the lettuce, cheese, bacon bits, and yes, it's the imitation bacon bits, but that's the kind that I love, like the crunchy salty kind. My husband doesn't like it. My mom doesn't like it. They like the like the real kind, the soft ones. But I love the crunchy imitation kinds. Those are my favorite. So I love that one at Mr. Getty's. And then, of course, their French um, dressing, the red one or the Catalina, depending what they have. Um, and then my um, black olives on there. It's so, so yummy. So there's that. But then the other good part about Mr. Getty's, which I kind of forgot, is that you can request things. You can request, like... I remember I, let me see, what did I get last time? My dad, and you can request random stuff. So my dad got like, he requested, I don't know, like sausage, black olives, green olives, onions, and like pepperoni, something random like that, but they'll make it for you. And I was like, can I get the barbecue chicken pizza? And they'll make it. And that's the cool thing. Like And they they just make it for you, but they put it on the buffet menu or on the buffet table and it's up for grabs. So you kind of have to keep an eye out, right? Otherwise, other people can come get the pizza that you like. Now, normally, I do think um, if it's very specific, most people are just like, okay, and they might get a slice or two. But it's kind of fun to be like, wait, is my pizza up there? Okay, let me go get it. Or every time someone goes up there, you're asking, hey, can you check to see if my pizza's up there? And so they'll check. And then when it is, you go get your two slices of pizza or whatever, and you try other different people's pizza. I just, I like the, the variety of Mr. Getty's. I would say that part, it can't be beat. It's kind of fun. Um, so I enjoyed that. I, and actually it's kind of funny because lately now I've kind of been in the mood for it. Uh, I think my husband and I, we plan to go again here recently or recently again here soon, probably tomorrow, maybe, um, to enjoy it because it's been fun. It's a new one kind of opened up um somewhat near us, not far, but near our church. And so I think we're gonna head over there at some point um and get some more Mr. Gettys because yeah, I do like the the variety of it. I do like their salad bar and their cheese sticks. You guys, I know and my husband was like, their cheese sticks like nobody talks about their cheese sticks. I know, but their cheese sticks are actually really, really good. Um especially when they make them super cheesy. And then I guess buttery or garlicky, y'all, they're really yummy. Um, so yeah, Mr. Getty's, we went there and that was fun. And putting in our order was fun. Um, this kind of jumps back to doing things out of habit, but I had a moment this past week where, <laughs> and it just made me giggle. That's thats the only reason I'm mentioning it, was I was trying to, I had my contacts in at the end of the day, and um, I get my contacts case to take my contacts out but instead what I do is I open my context case and I'm digging in my context case trying to get my contact like where's my contact as if I was going to put them in and I was like Phoebe it is 11 o'clock at night you're not trying to put your contacts in you're you're trying to take them out like you, you got to take them out of your eye and I was like oh my goodness what am I th- what am I thinking sometimes our bodies we just do things out of habit Man, which that goes for the argument, like if you can do something good and make it a habit, whether it's exercising or you have some type of good habit to make it where you don't even think about it, that would be that would be ideal. I would say, um, I would I would love to be able to do something that well, where it just becomes a, a normal habit like that. So a couple more car things. So I've got a couple of things I've noticed with when it comes to cars. First things first, that putting gas in your car. Nobody looks cool doing it. Mm-mm. And I realized this because it's it's one of those social situations that's a little bit awkward. Like when you pull up to put gas in your car, there's someone somewhat close to you. Honestly, they're kind of close enough to you to greet them. But there is, you know, the gas pump between you. And the purpose is to put gas in your car. So you kind of, maybe if you lock eyes, do like the awkward nod or the, hey, or yeah, here we are type thing. And then you just stand there. Putting gas in your car. And it's just like, huh. And then there's no... Y'all, there's no cool way to stand there. <laughs> I've tried leaning against my car, but then it looks like I'm trying too hard. Um, I've tried... I know when I realized that you could... um click the pump where you don't have to hold it anymore. I felt cool. And I was like, okay, you know, and maybe I'll crisscross my arms or something. Or I've tried putting one foot up on the little curb part, you know, leaning in. Y'all, there is no cool way (laughs) to put gas in your car. And then if you're me, you also look even goofier when you are, I dance around my car, not like actual dancing, but because the pump seems to need to go like left or right depending which way you pull it out and put it in your car then somehow i always end up having to jump over the little pump um what's that part the not the cord but you know the the part that connects your the pump to the gas thing I, yeah, the the long part anyway um you y'all know what i'm talking about i end up having to jump over that or turn around and flip that to get that in the right spot but I was like, man, there is no cool way to put gas in your car. Now, I will have to say, maybe one of the most baller moves would be putting gas in your car and then sitting in your car when you wait for it. The only thing is, I don't know if that's technically allowed. Now, I've done it, particularly when it's cold, and I've seen other people do it, and I don't think it's against the law, against the law in any way. Um, I just think I do, but I did read where it's like, you don't want to do that because there could be sparks or static or something like that. Uh, but I, but I'm like, is that, is that still a thing you guys it, like, are you still not supposed to sit in your car when you're getting gas? Um, Cause I've seen it. In fact, but y'all, I always thought your car was not supposed to be on when you got gas. But one day I accidentally left it on or turned it on or something while I was getting gas. And I was surprised when I didn't blow up for one. Um, but I, I was like, Oh, like it, it didn't stop anything. Like my car just ran. It was so weird. I was like, Oh, and I immediately turned my car off. Cause I was like, I don't think this is allowed. But then I was like, is it allowed? Is it like, is it a thing? Because when you, when you grow up, I feel like I was told pretty much if you get in your car with your, with gas, with, you know, your, the pumping, pumping gas into your car, if you get into your car, then your car is gonna catch on fire, or if you turn your car on while the gas pump, then your then your car is gonna blow up and catch the whole gas station on fire. Like those are all these things that I've heard, and maybe they're true. I don't know. I don't know if they're true or not. Um, so yeah, I did think about that. I'm like, huh, is it? You know, sitting in your car, like I said, was probably the most baller move because. You know, you just, you're just sitting there um, and nobody can see you. So that's probably what makes it cool. But then I don't know if it's allowed. But then in the winter, it's almost like who wants to stand out there freezing? I don't know, you guys. That's that's the thing. Hit me up. Let me know in the comments or something on Instagram or wherever you can find me um, about what your thoughts are on getting sitting in your car while you're putting gas in it and see if that's like if that's a thing or not or, or what have you. But like I said, so I had a couple of things with cards. The second thing was I one thing i never notice and i surely cannot be the only one i never notice when my windshield wipers automatically turn on because i know like i turn them on sometimes you know once it starts raining but there are times where i feel like it's raining and then they'll just go and i'm like wait a minute did i did i do it without thinking you know talking about automatic stuff without thinking did i did i turn them on without thinking or did they turn on by themselves in which case did I not notice the little clicking, like, of my, of uh, my, um, stick thing? Like, did, I didn't notice it click up or down or whatever? You guys, does it, are, uh, windshield wipers, are they automatic? And if so, does it actually move your little handle thing? Because I feel like when it becomes automatic and I want to turn it off, I do have to turn it back off, but I don't know. I'm like, what, what, what is, what is this magic? No, um. Really, that's just something else that I noticed was automatic windshield wipers. I do not know when they turn on. All I know is that I turn them off, which is, I guess, kind of nice. But at the same time, that's, I don't know. It kind of blew my mind for a second. And it always does. Like every time, it makes me stop and think, wait a minute. Did I do that? Did I turn that on? Was that me? Um, But yes. So anyway, um, windshield wipers, rain wet. Okay. (laughs) That's the connection. (laughs) You're going to be like, what? So... Things that are icky when they get wet. Okay, I've had three instances. And if you can come up with more, feel free to let me know because I thought this was kind of funny. But things that are icky when they get wet. And the very first one um, that even I think made, that gave me this idea was um, a Band-Aid. So y'all, I was chopping up, what was I chopping? Fruit, fruit or vegetables. I was chopping up something. And no, 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 no. That's not when I cut myself skirt skirt I have been chopping up some vegetables lately um um, fruit actually but this is not when this cut happened I was trying to do dishes and one of my favorite little mugs a little cup um it broke and I tried to catch it but I didn't catch it before it broke and so it sliced my uh, ring finger in my right hand and y'all when I say it sliced I mean it like gouged the thing and it's I mean it started like bleeding like crazy um so I had to go get a band-aid and I got the bandaid, but the one thing that drives me nuts about band-aids is you can't get them wet because once they're wet, they just slide off. They move around. They will turn your fingers. Like now it's all damp on in the inside. Um, and then they come off. Right. And so I'm like, ugh, band-aids that are wet are just icky. But then I also <laughs> had two other instances where I was doing dishes and I was in my socks and normally I wear slippers, but I was in my socks and then I stepped in because I am slightly, I do get water kind of everywhere when I do the dishes, but I had stepped in the water and then my sock was wet and I was like, oh, like, oh, I don't like the feel of wet socks. And then, so this wasn't all on the same day, but it, this is all in these last couple of weeks, which made me come up with this list. But then I was washing my hair because I was getting my hair done and I'm um, washing, washing my own hair in the tub and my sleeves got wet. I mean, I had my sleeves pulled up, but of course, you know, they're going to fall down. And so my sleeve got wet. And so having wet sleeves feels icky. It just doesn't feel good. And I was like, there are just some things that when it's wet, it is not, it is not pleasant. It is icky. And that, that is my list of things, a bandaid, some socks and some sleeves. All of those are not (laughs) fine when they get wet. Um, They're icky little things. So like I said, y'all, this is <laughs> my random thoughts for the last couple of weeks. So, yes, that is, that's icky. I do not like it. Um, speaking of water, though, I do notice that when I am trying to fill up something, I swirl the cup around because I was making some tea for this lovely, cozy, cold weather. Um, and so when trying to fill up the teapot, I'm like kind of swirling it around thinking, uh, I don't know. It makes me feel like it's getting fuller quicker. I don't know. I do the same with the pot when we were making some pasta. I was trying to s- fill up the pot with water, and I was just swirling that thing around like it was something. And I'm like, this is not – it doesn't make the water come like fill up any faster. But something about, I think, just knowing that it's moving, whether they're just standing there and staring at it, try to fill up. Maybe it's like a mental thing. It's got to be. Man, and I bet you, look, look, you can find messages everywhere. Something about – some movement, you know, if you just keep it going, (laughs) it can make things go a little bit faster. Um, But but it can also be an illusion, right? Oh my goodness, y'all, we could go deep into that. (laughs) But um, that's something that I've noticed that I do, that I do think, I mean, I don't know if swirling the water around helps anything, but um, it does make me feel like the time goes a little bit faster. So yeah. Um, All right, guys, I'm about to wrap up. I only have two more points that I think that I want to throw out there. Um, one is a food segment and one is just a a life hack that I appreciate my husband for. And that is he keeps a stash of like every kind of common battery that you are going to need. And I appreciate that because I, I am one of those who I don't plan to need a battery until like all of a sudden I get something. I'm like, Oh, this needs a battery. And then if you have to go to the store and get some, it's just another hassle and it takes time. But my husband, luckily, he buys like the pack of like a hundred batteries or something from Amazon and has it stored in our laundry room. And I remember when he first got it, I was like, What do you need all those batteries for? Like for what? And now, like, you know, five years later in the relationship, I am like, Thank you so much. Because now every time I need a battery or I need to replace batteries. I I get to, I I just go to the laundry room and he has all different kinds. He's got like the little nine volt batteries. He's got the double A batteries, the triple A batteries. He's got it all. And I appreciate that. So life hack for you guys out there, um, get you a huge old, like slew of batteries. (laughs) And, 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 and then you don't even have to think about it for a while. And then when you do need it, it's already there. Um, so it might be, Kind of pricey in that front-loading front part, but I do think it would definitely be worth it, um, particularly when you, you need it and it's right there ready for you. So life hack there. Shout out to the hubs. Thank you so much for doing that and for being prepared. Um, and then my food seg. So with that, I honestly could have talked about Mr. Getty's and how that would be my food segment, but I do have a very specific food choice that I want to throw out there that you guys, I... I've never, I don't think I ever had this before. I've heard about it. I've known about it. I've seen them. But for whatever reason, I just never had the desire to actually eat one. But I ate one here recently. And, and it's, it, it opened my eyes to, you know what? I think I like these things now. And that is, so once again, you guys know my husband loves El Nepal, right? His Mexican food place. And, um, this actually, it was, I was at El Nepal, but it wasn't with my husband. Um, it was with my, uh, my teacher friends and our school. It was the last day before winter break, I believe. And we had ordered lots and lots of food. Shout out to my principal. Thank you. And she also or- ordered churros. Yeah, Ch- churros. Is it churros or churros? Churros. Practicing i them rolling that R, right? Um, but it was the churros. And you guys, so those are, and I'm sure you know what they are. They're the cinnamon looking things. Um, they're like these sticks. <laughs> they're, I, the best way I can describe them is these cinnamon sticks that I think are fried um, that you can dip in something or you can have um, filled, something filled on the inside. I've had them both ways now. And I have to say, I like the kind that do not have any filling, and that was the kind that I had on Nepal. They didn't have any filling, but they had like the ice cream or the, whip, um, the uh, whipped cream on the side, and oh my goodness, you guys, I wasn't ready. They brought them out. And everybody's like, man, they look really good. Um, but we're so full, but we got to eat them. So everybody was grabbing one. And I, I wasn't going to because honestly, they, they look good, but they just didn't see my type of dessert. you know, I'm more of a cookie person, chocolate person, what have you. And so I was like, Alright, i right, I'll, I'll try it. And I grabbed one. And I took a bite. And I was like, Oh, wow, this is it's, it's, this is better than I thought. It's, be- it's even better than it looks. You know, sometimes things can look good, but don't taste as good. No, this was the opposite. This looked good, but it tasted even better than it looked. Like the cinnamon, it wasn't overbearingly cinnamon, but it was it, but it was like a, a good mesh of it. And it was crunchy without being crunchy. Like the fried part, I think, is what made it kind of crunch, but it was soft at the same time. So there's like the outside has this light crunch to it but the inside is this soft, bready texture and and I was like wow this is amazing and then you can dip it in stuff which I did I think like have some whipped cream on it and it was fine I'm not a huge whipped cream person but even that cool like the coolness of the whipped cream with the warmth and y'all know I like that dichotomy. I like it with my cookies and ice cream. Um, but this, this churro with this ice cream or with this whipped cream was really delicious. So I'm throwing out there if you have not had a churro, um, to try it. And i and but I still have to say that kind of with a caveat, you have to try to El Nepal because I really like theirs. Um, but really any Mexican restaurant I think has it, but I went to one recently and they had it, but theirs was stuffed with something um, which I was not too much of a fan of because I'm not a huge, like icing person. So I liked the churro, like the outside part of it and I scraped out the inside, like I just broke it and scraped out the inside and ate it. And that was really yummy. Um, but you've got to try these churros. Like you... Honestly, you guys, you don't, they're, they're better than they look and they look good. I'm not trying to say they don't, but they're better than they look. So that is my food suggestion in this segment. Okay. Is the churro. Um, it was very, very delicious, very worth it, very yummy. And then because this made me think of, so I went to, uh, Zaxby's and and I, and I thought about a moment where you, times where you feel nervous when you shouldn't feel nervous. Remember like a few episodes ago, I talked about, Sometimes you feel nervous walking out of a store because you're worried the, um, the, the alarm will go off and you're like, you know, you haven't stolen anything. So even if it does, it's not like you stole anything, but you still feel a little nervous. (laughs) I had a moment like that when I was going to Zaxby's, I think it was Zaxby's and I was pulling around to the window and I had just a smidgen of anxiety around which, which side of the window I need to pull up to, like, do I pull up to the first half of the window? Like what part are they going to open? Or are they going to open the other half? And I'm trying to like stare to see, okay, like which, which part slides open? I don't know what it is. Like, it's not a big deal. If you pull up to the wrong side, and you got to move your car. But for whatever reason, I was like, Oh, no, (laughs) what if I went up too far? What if it's the back window? Yes. Um, But quick life hack for that. So just pull up to the first part. So that way, if you need to, you can just pull up better than pulling past it. And then you having to back up a little bit. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so there's that. Um, but yeah, so you guys, I, I'm going to wrap it up here. Actually. Um, thank you all so much for listening and for tuning in. It has been an amazing, fun couple of weeks for me. I've enjoyed the the snow. I've enjoyed. the the fireplace and I hope we get more snow I hope wherever you are you get snow if you like it unless you're someplace random that doesn't get snow like if you're in Florida and you're like if we got snow here that would not be not be good Um, but yeah thank you guys once again for tuning in feel free to hit me up on Instagram feel free to leave a review I love to read those and yeah I'll catch y'all in a couple weeks